0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestling 101 with Jackson. I'm your co-host, Stephen Booth, and this is your co another the host.
1: The host, Jackson Booth.
0: Heck yeah, guys. I hope y'all are ready for some good old fun tonight. Woo! Sorry about that. I had to turn my mic up. So I hope everybody's having a good evening, a good day, or whenever you're listening to this. But um, just give you a little uh, up up about me and uh, my uh, host here,
1: and Jackson Booth.
0: Um, I am Stephen Booth. This is Jackson Booth. Uh, we wanted to do this because uh, we like wrestling. I mean, yep. yeah, I know people give us shit for or give us... Stuff for it. I cannot be saying that. It's just a kid's show. No more of that. Naughty naughty. Well, I write sorry, that
1: down. You guys can just like cover your ears when when he says that.
0: No, I'm sorry. I won't do that. That's naughty naughty. Anyways.
1: He's naughty naughty.
0: Um where was I? Uh anyways.
1: It was something. something.
0: Anyways, we both I grew up watching wrestling with my dad taking me uh like I said in the trailer, uh, I grew up in the South in Texas down here, and the Von Erichs were real big in this area down here. Grew up watching them, and uh, kind of uh, passing re- passing wrestling down to my son here, and he loves it, and it's it, it's fun. We
1: haven't.
0: Us. He hasn't been able to go to a live show yet. No, we it's will. Sad. We <laughs> will. So.
1: But that's a big old blop to the bone
0: but we like the new products. i'm i'm an older guy the new product I, I like some but some i'm like eh come on now yeah. i'm a more traditionalist but hey it's just cuz i'm probably an old man cuz that's
1: dumb how like they make the guy that had championships win again when they already lose and they say oh rematch we want a rematch
0: that just goes with the storyline.
1: Yeah, and they're like, Don't rematch." food!
0: Okay. Anyways.
1: It's just so dumb. When they do
0: Anyways. That. Um, we're going to, I guess, start out today talking a little bit about wrestling, and then we'll get into, like said, Ric Flair and Randy, uh, I mean, and Cody Rhodes. Because we're going to do, on every episode, we're going to do somebody old and somebody new, and then I'm going to throw in some... Uh, Stuff about wrestling, some of the lingo and stuff, and uh, I'll start doing uh, like uh, on this date that uh, I record this, uh, or when I get to read when I'm doing the research, I'll do uh, like on this date such and such happened, mm. or you know, just little little dib dabs of wrestling and history,
1: just, and just stank a long time ago when when and, and Cody Rose used to be tag team. Remember that? Yeah. But until Randy wouldn't have turned his back on him.
0: Yeah, and then and then uh, he was with uh, the Legacy, him yeah. and uh, Ted DiBiase's son.
1: What about Christian and Edge?
0: There oh, no. was a tag team. But anyways, we'll start out with uh, some talk about wrestling when it started. <coughs> I didn't What I, a little bit of digging. I did dig up. Now, once again, like I said, when I'm going over this, if I'm wrong with something, y'all email us. Tell me, hey, I if I'm wrong or wrong, hey, I ain't going to get mad about it. Just uh, send me the right stuff so I'm giving everybody the right information. You know what I mean?
1: And just don't get mad at him. Cause, oh, you didn't, cause, oh, you didn't say something right about that.
0: Shh. Uh, Shh. Sh- calm down there, Chief. Anyways, he's like a little Jim Cornette very mischievous
1: well i mischievous he's gonna
0: walk around with a tennis racket I mean, anyways <clears throat> wrestling uh, what I could see kind of started around with the carnivals after the uh, civil war kind of like I guess for entertainment you know and um, back then you know of course they'd go from town to town and they would wrestle uh uh, black like people in the audience and stuff. Well, then in the 20s, that's when it, in the 19, what I could see in the 1920s and in the 30s, it started kind of evolving. In what we see not so much today, but what we've seen more in the 70s, 80s, it kind of evolved into that, you know. I mean, it's I didn't think them guys realized back in the '30s and '20s that it was gonna re- evolve into what it has, and a lot of that's because of Vince, cause he's got he puts more entertainment into it, you know. And I know back in my days, you kids were like thinking the matches I like from back then are too old and slow, but you know they told good stories, you know. Yeah,
1: they did. You knew bad. why
0: they was in there fighting, you know, and you knew it was just it was just fun. Uh, But I'll go over a little bit more of the history uh, next time. This time, I'm going to go over uh, some wrestling talk, like some of the lingo. When uh, somebody says a heel, you know what that is, Jackson? Remember? A heel. Remember? I mean, not a heel, but a bad guy. I mean, a baby face. When I say a baby face, that means that's a good guy.
1: Oh, I remember
0: that. Okay, remember when I say heel?
1: That's a bad guy.
0: Yeah, he was a bad guy.
1: I don't like him
0: people. And then uh, high spots. I figured a lot of y'all probably know what this one is because there's a lot of high spots in wrestling today. I don't know what
1: that
0: is. Well, that's you know the spots in the match where they're on the turnbuckle and they do oh, three like or a four movie. flips or a certain did di- di, they take oh, like out a side flip. couple of people. That's like a high spot. Oh, that's I mean, kind of sp- Yeah, a hot a high spot. And then uh, the term indie is a rascal group that is small. Oh uh, my god! You know, nothing like AEW or WWE or even Ring of Honor or Impact or anything like that. I don't think you consider that? that really indies. Indies is just more, just sm- more small town gyms and smaller venues and stuff. But that's the talk there. That's the talk for that, and... What? Okay. Now, here are some moves I'm going to start telling you all about, too. I'm not going to tell you how to do them, because, number one, a lot of these I'm not for sure how to do, but even though I'm going over the stuff with you kids, don't try to do this at home with your brother or little sister or something, kids, because this stuff can't hurt you. Yeah. I mean... You can say it's fake all you want, but you can do something wrong and kill somebody if you do one of these moves wrong. Trust you me, I tried doing it.
1: I tried doing one of them, my dad stopped me right <coughs> in time.
0: <laughs> so, don't do them to each other. No. Here are some moves. The figure four. Who made that famous? Rick Slater? Yeah, baby. Bye-bye. And the sharpshooter. Rick Flair. No. The guy... This, I'll give you a hint. He would. He wore pink. And his first name was Brett. Brett. That was his finishing move.
1: I remember him. He.
0: You know I what like the stunner him. is? Not him. Who uses the stunner? The glass breaks.
1: The stone cone, Ang Kevin Owens.
0: Yeah, the stunner. Okay, the pile driver. You know what that one is?
1: I don't remember that one.
0: That's where they put their head between their legs and fall back and bam. Uh, I don't
1: know. Yeah. I'm not going to
0: say how to do it or nothing because, like I said, I do not want, and I repeat, I do not want anybody going home and trying that stuff, guys. But if you I And mean, it like, can really hurt you.
1: But if I have, like, action figures, nothing Nuggets can do with yeah. those action figures.
0: In another term you're going to hear me talk about going through all this is territories. Jackson don't even know about this. No. Back in the day, there wasn't just the WWE. What? You had the WWE. You had the WCW. I mean, yeah, CCW. You had WCW. You had the NWA. You had all these other wrestling, And the wrestlers would travel around the United States. Well, going to different tor- territories for a while. Because they'd go over here. <clears throat> Let's say they got... They stayed too long over there, and they they started uh, not liking you. So they would send you to another place for a while. Let's say you're in Texas, and you was hot for a while, but you're starting to get a little cold, and you're not that drawing that much money anymore. Well, they'd see if you want to go to somewhere else for a little bit and go away for a while, and everybody forget about you. And then when you come back, you make a surprise entrance like they do and surprise oh, yeah. everybody and get a big pop and a big, yeah. And another yeah. term I'll be using too is pop,
1: just like the rock did.
0: Yeah, when when a pop is the the pop is whenever the guy hits the entrance and his music hits. Sometimes the guy don't have to even come out, and that crowd pops like how the crowd goes when Stone Cold when the glass goes psh and breaks.
1: Yeah, but I remember when the matches when Stone Cold Steve Austin tricked the rock so when he came back from injuring his leg he literally came back without without no injury, but he just put the song on and I remember when he got yeah. in the crowd and came out and him with the steel chair yep. he was mad at him
0: yep but like I said do not do these moves I'm talking about at home yeah but they that's can... a little bit of the history and stuff yeah uh that was pretty cool
1: but if you ever see this on wrestling, never try it because it can actually hurt you or, like, kill you. All
0: right, we're done with that. All right, yeah. we're going to go Rick Flair. Now, when I go over this, this one's going to be kind of long, and it's my fault. I didn't think about kids listening to this and how kind of short their attention spans are. So I'm trying to get these a little shorter, and I'm not going to go into such detail about the guy we're talking about. It'll go into like like some where they was, you know, what they did, and some little tidbits and stuff. But we're going to start out with, uh, like I said, Ric Flair.
1: Yeah, baby.
0: Well, Jackson, uh, Ric Flair has been in wrestling for 40 years. Forever. He started wrestling in the 70s. Then he went and wrestled in the 80s. And that's when he was, I mean, he was hot in the 70s but uh he was really big in the 80s when i was growing up
1: oh my god yeah
0: in the 80s that was his i'd say his big time was in the 80s he was really hot i mean he was already hot in the 70s and good <laughs> but in the 80s he really just
1: hey you hit the mic boy
0: he really just took off you know
1: but the but that's we really how rick flew. Is nice to his daughter, but Charlotte Flair is mean to her dad.
0: Oh, I think that's all just part of the story, buddy.
1: Yeah, because I remember a match that I watched when Charlotte Flair was like, Get out of my ring!
0: Yeah, well, I think it's just all part of the story and stuff. They just do that because they got to make it interesting. Wrestling's kind of like a soap opera. <laughs> oh. So. You know. Okay, we're going to go over Ric Flair. We're going to start out... With Ric Flair in his life right after college.
1: Right after college.
0: Yeah, he went to the University of Minnesota. He was a he was a wrestler. Like an actual real wrestler. He won the state I think the state championship in high school. Jewish. Yeah, he was a good wrestler. He was a good athlete. He was good at football and stuff. I mean he was real good at sports and stuff at the University of Minnesota. Well then when he uh He only did that for a year. That's tough. And then he dropped out of college, and he was a bouncer at one of the bars. And uh, one of the clubs, I won't say bars, a bouncer at one of the clubs. The club is where adults hang out and...
1: They drink beer. and.
0: Yeah. Well, just they hang out and talk and stuff. Yeah. Well, this is where he met Ken Patera. Now, he was preparing for a rest for a wrestling school at uh or oh, he was preparing to be a wrestler at Binganya's uh school. Ken introduced him to uh, Vernon and he uh, agreed to teach him in the winter of nineteen seventy one in a uh, barn outside of Minnesota with some other future stars and in this class was like Jimmy uh the steamboat uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Go ahead. Uh, I think Jimmy Snook. I seen in there the Sheik. But yeah, there were some other stars with him in this class. Okay, he went there, but he made his. He was made his. his uh, he made fast progress, and by December of uh, nineteen seventy-two, he made his first match, and it was against uh, George Scrap Iron Kirovsky. I'm probably butchering these names, and I'm very sorry for that in a 10-minute match in Rice, uh, Rice Lake, Wisconsin, and it came to a draw. You know what a draw is?
1: Yeah, well, they're like draws on that.
0: They No, neither one of them win. That's what a draw is. Oh, no wonder. It's like a tie.
1: Oh. Yeah. It's like if there's a title on the line, then that yeah. same person that has the title, gets the title yes. back. Yes, yes. Well, no, they don't get the title back.
0: They just, don't know they don't lose it because it's a draw, nobody wins,
1: oh, uh, so they keep the title,
0: yeah, they keep it, nobody uh yeah, they just keep it, okay, and at first he had brown hair, gee, yeah, well, remember that one picture I showed you, oh yeah,
1: and on gray. yeah, that's when he first 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 started, started
0: yeah, thing. and when he first started, he had brown hair, and he was three hundred pounds, my God. And he uh, just went by Ric Flair, Uh, his uh, charismatic personality in his ring entrance. He was uh, with the NWA at the time. In 1974, Ric Flair left the AWA for Jim Crockett's production, Mid-Atlantic Wrestling, uh, uh, Mid-Atlantic Wrestling region in uh, the NWA. See what I mean, man? There's another one, Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. There's some good wrestlers that went through there, too, like Roddy Piper, Jimmy Snuka, I mean, Hulk Hogan, I think. No Uh, wonder Roddy
1: Piper is so good at wrestling.
0: Yeah. In the wrestling region in the NWA, and soon won his first singles title on February 8, 1975, he beat Paul Jones for the NWA Mid-Atlantic TV Championship. Quit. let ain't lick the camera. I just do this. No. Oh. Okay. Within on October fourth, nineteen seventy-five, Flair's Flair almost uh, uh, Flair's career almost came to an end. Rick Flair was in an airplane crash in Wilmington, North Carolina and other res- wrestlers were in the plane, the pilot and Johnny Valen- Valentine died. Rick what? broke his back in three places. Three places.
1: And he's still alive.
0: And at, Yes. And at the age of 26, the doctor said he would never wrestle again.
1: But why is he back in
0: the ring Well, again? listen, Rick had a tough physical therapy and was back wrestling <laughs> And was back wrestling within six months. Yes, six months he was back wrestling. After all that, yeah. Where was I at? I lost my place. I hate that when I turn. I'm reading uh, reading this folks, and when I turn around and look at Jackson, then I lose my place when I come back. Yes, I see. Okay, he had a tough physical therapy and was back within six months. He returned to the ring. To have a match against Wahoo McDaniel in February of
1: 1976. Who's Wahoo
0: McDaniel? Wahoo McDaniel. We'll go over him. He was a uh, a wrestler, and he was like an Indian. He would come out in a headdress and stuff, uh, and he had this like chop he would use, and pow, knock the crap out of you. Yeah, it was. It would hurt you. It would hurt you. Yeah.
1: I was keeping my body safe.
0: He got that uh, he had that match with Wahoo McDaniel in February of nineteen seventy six. Ric Flair did not have to change still of Ric Flair did have to change his style of wrestling though. He couldn't take certain hits like he used to anymore or land a certain way or take certain bumps. And uh, when we say bumps, when a guy when I say the guy took good bumps, the guy could uh take good hits like fall down and just
1: bumps. Yeah, do a thing, like yeah. this tube, but now he can't do it anymore.
0: So he had to do kind of like another pr- style. He had to wrestle change. a different way. So he had to change that way. This is uh, th- this is when he became the Nature Boy and bleached his hair. Now I will say for you kids and no one that knows this, and Jackson don't even know this. No. uh Rick Flair was not the original Nature Boy. What? There was one before him, Buddy Rogers, I believe. That was the original, but we'll get to that in a minute. I just wanted everybody to know that that he wasn't the first real nature boy. I'm that, not knocking nature because he did it better than the first guy. Wow, he did it good, man. because
1: those flare traps like land and mm-hmm. they'll hurt your chest and make it red.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, with the bleach, and bleached his hair, and then Crockett groomed. Uh, Him to be the new top uh, Jim Crockett Jr. groomed him to be the next top star. Then Flair won the NWA uh, United States Heavyweight Championship when he defeated uh, Bobo Brazil on July 29, 1977. In the next three years, he had five title runs as U.S. champ. Five title runs in three years—that's not bad not bad at all well then he had some uh great feuds with rickety dragon steamboat i uh or encourage anybody to watch them matches they are good and roddy piper the matches with him are good mr wrestling 2 jimmy snooker and greg valentine them are some good matches he had with them guys and He also formed formed a tag team with Craig Valentine of the time, too. Woo! Woo! Jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, or limousine riding, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. (laughs) Yeah.
1: With all the girls going, hi, Flew. (laughs) he just got the girls all over him.
0: Yeah, he always does. Okay, that's
1: weird and, and hate. then that's when
0: Rick started calling himself in '77. I think was uh, calling himself the Nature Boy.
1: The Nature Boy, <clears throat> Rick Flair. Woo!
0: That started a feud with Buddy Rogers, the oh original na- uh, Nature Boy. They had a match to see who could keep the name, and Flair won to take the name. Yes. So on September 17th, 1981, in 1981, I was five years old. Yeah. So in 1981, when uh, Rick reached the top, when he beat Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, you know who that is, right? Cody, oh, yeah. That's that, Cody Rhodes and Kobe Dusty Rhodes. Rhodes' dad. Yeah. Well, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, baby. Lived wine and down and lived, lived in refight, lived in down and. But never mind. I'm screwing that up.
1: He has the polka dot.
0: Yeah. That was when he was in the WWE, though. But when he was with the NWA, he, he didn't have dots.
1: But how did he die?
0: He was just an old old guy.
1: Oh, I thought he died because yeah. like, something, like a no. heart attack.
0: But uh when he won the belt from Dusty Rhodes for his first NWA World Heavyweight Championship. In the following years excuse me. Sorry. Sorry if I stopped like that right in the middle of this story. Um
1: Do I replace this again?
0: Yeah, I hate it when I look away. Okay, yeah, okay. That happened? Okay. In the following years Rick became Rick became the promotion's main wrestler. Rick's interview style and wrestling style made a good champ. His bleached blonde hair, his fancy clothes, gold watches and his uh ring robes set him apart from everybody else. His famous woo! Woo! You know, okay, his famous "Woo" and to be the and uh, to be the man, you've got to beat the man was one of his sayings, and the, he put the he uh, made the figure four a pretty famous move.
1: I like that figure four; it's good. He taught Charlie Flair to do that too, but how?
0: Yeah,
1: I didn't know how they do it.
0: Then in nineteen eighty two, him and Jack Venat Veneno. And flair had a, a series of matches jack defeated him but the nwa did not recognize him as the champ rick had some matches with steamboat through that same year harley race won the title from rick flair in 1983 no but he won the title back yes. at the uh stargate in greensboro north carolina in a steel caved match baby i are going to get funky like a monkey, like a tic tac monkey. (laughs) I've lived and dined with kings and queens, lived in dumpsters, and ate some refried beans. You want to talk about hard times, baby? Hard times is when you've been working 30 years or somewhere. They Uh, kick your butt down the road, slap a gold watch on you, and say, thanks for your time. A robot took your job. What
1: are you talking
0: about? Sorry, I was doing a a promo. One of Dusty Rhodes' famous is uh, a hard times promo.
1: How many pages I have to go,
0: dude? I tell you, there's a lot. Now I lost my place again, dude. Talking to you. Okay, there we go. Uh. Okay, Ric Flair's almost over, dude. We've only we've been to hour. You wanted to do an hour. He was wanting to do an hour. I knew he couldn't. I knew it. It's twenty. We've only got twenty five minutes. We will. Uh, do Ric Flair and what we'll do? We'll pause it and do Cody Rhodes after Flair. Yay! Oh, sorry guys.
1: And after Cody, we're gonna be done.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Then after that, Flair and Harley had some matches in the in early of 1984. But Flair won the NWA title eight eight more times as champion, and he would wrestle around the world. Flair and Harley went back.
1: Really. Flair and
0: Harley went back and forth with the title. Flair would lose the belt to Kerry Von Erich in Dallas at the at a Texas stadium. I remember that match as a kid because that match happened after David Von Erich died, and it was a memorial for him. So it was kind of fitting, you know. Kerry Von Erich won, but after Kerry Von Erich won it uh Rick Flair got the belt back in uh, Japan 8 days later
1: 8 days later 8 days
0: later, eight
1: days later
0: That's boss. two days shy of 10 and then he held the title for two more years, two months and two days and then he lost it to Dusty Rhodes on July 26, 1986, baby, at the Great American Bash, you see Rhodes, you see baby. You see
1: what the frick? What are you talking
0: about? What are you talking That's a nice podcast you got there, kid. No, this is my podcast. That's what I'm talking about, kid. I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: <laughs> no, you're not, because you're old <laughs> like a Stone Cold.
0: Anyways, that's where we're going to cut off with uh, Ric Flair. So, that's great. Now, let's start with Cody Rhodes. Cody Flair. Freakin'
1: Rhodes, no, baby.
0: don't say freaking. Don't say freakin'. Sorry. Tell everybody you're sorry and it will not happen again. Sorry sure, will never
1: happen again, my friends. <laughs>
0: We're gonna do Cody Rhodes. If anybody knows anything about wrestling, you know who Cody Rhodes is. And if you don't, here's a quick little tidbit. Like I said, I'm not gonna go into when he was born, where, and all that. No. I'm gonna start going with their careers when they... uh. Started, uh, training and all that. But anyways, Cody Rhodes is the son of Dusty Rhodes and Mm -hmm. his brother. Yeah, Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. And, uh, his brother, you know, is Dustin.
1: So that's who Cody
0: is. And that's who the, uh, Rhodes family is, if you don't know. Look him up, though. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, he had a good career. Had a good tag team career. And then he had a good singles career, too. So he was, he was the, uh... He was more of the uh working man's uh champ. Flair was the uh Flair was the flamboyant just rich, you know, I'm better than you, you know. I'm
1: better guy. than you and you know it.
0: Okay. Cody Rhodes' real name is Cody Runnels. That's the name that he used his real name in OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling. In 2006 at the age of 21 <clears throat> that's when he started his wrestling career and his training Jeez. he formed a tag team with Sean Spears in mid-August and in 2006 they quickly became rivals on the of the uh, rivals of the Untouchables over me. the OVW Tag uh, team championship. They got the titles in October of eight October eighteenth of two
1: thousand six. Oh, now I'm gonna faint.
0: I forgot to put it on Cody's.
1: Cody freaking Rose, baby.
0: Okay. Okay. Then they got the titles October eighteenth in two thousand six and November. They beat the Untouchables and won a, a series of... Untouchables. A service of Cherry's their manager. Oh, the services of Cherry, their manager. Cherry. Well, they had a manager named Cherry.
1: Jerry McRoney.
0: Then they wrestled again on uh, November 29th. On October 29th, the OVW Tag Team Belts were belts had no winner. The match ended in a draw. On July 2nd, Buddy Jody Jody Cody in in his television debut. Oh, on July 2nd. Uh, Cody Rhodes made his uh, uh, television debut on Monday Night Raw, baby. And that's
1: when he had brown hair.
0: Yes, when he first started, he had brown hair.
1: Before he went to A-E-W, which yeah. is called Dawn Night. Dawn Night. Dawn Night.
0: No, okay. it's tomorrow. Tonight's Tuesday. I mean, it's not, tonight's Monday. It's on two nights from now. But anyways, we're almost. we're getting there. Hang tight. Uh, digga 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 digga. Okay, he made his State of Vision debut on Raw on July 2nd. Mm-hmm. His match was a week mm-hmm. later to Randy Orton and he lost it. Then at the American Bash, Cody Cody stepped in to stop Randy from attacking his dad. Then Cody Rhodes came out next night on, on Raw and challenged Randy Orton again. Cody lost again and Randy kicked his uh, father in the head. <gasps> You know that punk kick he used to do that he don't do anymore? Uh yeah where he'd oh, run right on the and back kick of the it. head. Yeah. I don't
1: like Tim anymore. Yeah, well they don't he's do it anymore. Butt
0: crack. Then he had a good butt tag team run with Hardcore Harley. They defeated the tag team champs and won the titles. Then at the night of champions he turned on his partner Hardcore Harley and he joined uh Ted DiBiase to be the new tag team titles. Woo They had a six-month run. They dropped the belts to John Cena and Batista. Yeah. They had a pretty good run together. A couple of uh, months after that, they joined Randy Orton to become Legacy. Now, if y'all remember this group, this was the first group. (laughs) They were all third-generation wrestlers.
1: What about four?
0: No, there was three of them he had Teddy Biasci
1: oh i've, I've and got... his
0: dad wrestled and his dad wrestled so his grandpa wrestled and then Randy Orton Randy Orton's uh dad wrestled What? and then Randy Orton or Randy Orton's grandpa wrestled then Randy Orton's grandpa wrestled i mean dad wrestled i remember him cowboy bob orton she and then that? Randy's the third guy yeah was oh. the third one And then Randy, then uh, Cody, you got his daddy, Dusty, and then his brother, Dustin, and Cody. So they're all third generation.
1: So I remember when his dad came out and tried to talk Randy with trying to not hit Randy Orton.
0: Not hit his dad? Yeah. because Randy Orton did it anyway because he's a big jerk sometimes. Yeah. and He was back then. He ain't too bad. I mean, he's still a jerk now. But
1: with Evolution...
0: Yeah. He actually. See Randy, man. Randy's another guy who was lucky. Yeah. He was with two good groups. He was with Legacy and, and it was with Ev- and he was with Evolution. Evolution Evolution was 80. pretty good even though they were mean too, but they were yeah. good. Well, Thank after you. that <coughs> they started a rival with uh, McMahon and Triple H. Ooh. They had a match uh at Backlash. And they won. By...
1: Sorry. What do you got, fleas? No, I was trying to do that. I'm Anyways,
0: quit. Fine. Don't do it again. What? I was trying to do this. Keep it up there so you can hear you talk.
1: Oh, why?
0: Where was I, senior?
1: You were winning.
0: Okay, WrestleMania. Okay. No. By WrestleMania. By uh WrestleMania. Keep it. Keep you like that one? Yeah, it's fine. All right. Okay, by WrestleMania, Leg- Legacy was broke up and they had a uh, match and Randy Orton won. By two thousand ten, Cody went to SmackDown and been and started being called Dashing Cody Rhodes. Which Dashing? was I didn't like that one. Which he had
1: like that. a face paint.
0: No, that's not it yet either. I'm not even there.
1: Which is before.
0: (laughs) Called that. I didn't like that. Dashing Cody Rhodes. Anyways, then he had. After that, Cody had a month. I had a match with Rey Mysterio. You know how Rey Mysterio does a 619? Yeah. We had knee braces on his knees. Well, them knee braces have metal in them. Well, they smashed his face and messed his face up, broke his nose or something. I don't know. He had a bad injury from it. It was an accident. Didn't mean to happen, but. See, that's another thing, guys. If it was fake, how would he get hurt?
1: Yeah, but he would actually get hurt by just breaking his nose and bust it open. Yeah. But if that was all and fake, then, then i have, like, times, pause, pause it, and then put fake blood on them, and unpause it and run back. Boom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ding dong.
1: That's how you know it's fake. But when it's real, they do not do any pauses. It's yes. real.
0: Okay. Um, where was I? Okay, then when after that he came back with a plastic face mask and he would use it to his advantage. I remember he'd headbutt you with it on, or yeah. Then Cody teamed up with his brother Dusty Rhodes, and was brother with his brother Gold Dust. Not really Dusty Rhodes, Gold Dust. Then Cody became Stardust. Oh yeah,
1: that's when I had the face paint.
0: Yep, and then Cody was released from the WWE in May of 20, 2006. He wrestled in the Ring of Honor for a year, then uh, he uh, went to AEW and he's been a part. He's been there ever since.
1: I thought he got fired from who? From Triple H because they had a match with between Orton and
0: Oh. That was just in the storyline. Oh, uh, yeah, like but the- he got released. Yeah. No.
1: No wonder they lie to me. Lie to everyone.
0: I know. Well, guys, I hope you liked our first episode. I hope it didn't rush through stuff and all that. Um, but hey, it's been fun and real. I liked it. I hope you guys liked it.
1: I loved it.
0: And that wasn't bad. That was about a good 40 minute one. We will yeah. get us a uh, Facebook and all that going, but right, right now we won't. Because it's like too yeah, much. Yeah, it's just too much, and we're just. Just now starting to get this going. But once we definitely get this going, we will get a Facebook. And you guys can go there. But this will be for right now. We would just be on Spotify and YouTube for right now. Because we will do uh, camera videos for every show too. Because it's just going to be me and him doing this right here. Being real. Keeping it real. But I think for right now we might try one or two a month, and then we might try one a week. But But I don't want to give it too much. We will do two a month though for at first.
1: But y'all need to stay with us because tomorrow we're gonna have another podcast to tomorrow.
0: Well, yeah, we're gonna try to record another podcast tomorrow, but I don't know they. I don't know when they'll get that one, but we still gotta get all that's going and come up with a picture.
1: Yeah, it's like too much to handle. It's a,
0: it's a lot doing these podcasts, guys. Like I got have, off of work at three, and me and the kids have been doing podcasts for. Well, we ate dinner and all that, and then I started coming back here doing it. So we've been doing these podcasts, trying to get yeah. them together for. A
1: first, while. I had to do first, I had but to do we my love sister. doing them, I and
0: mean, it's good family time. But you guys have fun. First, and, I had to do
1: my sister before me, and him.
0: And this is. Uh, Stephen Booth here, your co-host. And this is...
1: Jackson Booth, your host.
0: And this has been... And this has
1: been a great...
0: No, this has been Wrestling... Wrestling... 101... 101... With Jackson.
1: With Jackson.
0: You guys have fun, good night.
1: Have fun, good night, and goodbye.
0: Goodbye, guys. We'll see y'all later, man. Have a one.